Puff Nation. Let's go. Big what day. a show. Big day. We are the DMVR Buffs podcast presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour 3 to 6 p.m. every day. We just crushed Illegal Pete's. We did just crush Illegal Pete's. First time this week. Sec- third time this week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ryan is on it. Uh, Jake Schwanitz, RK here. And then it's a very special day, as Ryan already said, because the man himself, Rob J, is joining the show. And we bring him in now. I'm- Rob J, I got to tell you, um, the most requested person to be on the show is not Dion, Coach Prime Sanders. It is Rob J. Ever since we have had you, every single day in the comments, <laughs> we just get it. When's Rob J coming on again? When Rob, when's Rob J coming on again? So it's an honor to have you back. Man, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's unbelievable. I don't believe you guys telling me the truth. <laughs> I swear to God, swear. man. That, that is, the, that is the, the God's honest truth. It is, it's crazy, man. Uh, and, and of all the shows that we've done, uh, we've we've blown up on this channel, which we're so thankful for the listeners and the viewers who have done that. But of all the shows we've done, the last one we had you on has the most views. So you're 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 a gold mine. <laughs> that is incredible. I cannot believe it, but I really appreciate you guys. Man, I had fun on the show the first time. I really did. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Uh, lots happened between the last time you were on here and now, and uh, I actually want to go back a little bit. I want to go back to the Celebration Bowl because it was an incredible game. You were there, and you had an unreal call for that final touchdown. Uh, Shador to Travis Hunter in the corner of the end zone to send it into overtime, end of regulation. Um, How was that experience? How was being at the Celebration Bowl? Obviously, you wish they could have won, but could you just tell us about what it was like out there? It was uh, was kind of strange going into the game because everybody knew that uh, Coach Prime was going to Colorado. So... We just didn't know what to expect with with him. Now, I will say this. Some of the players from Jackson State didn't come back to play in that game. But when it kept going back and forth like it did and um, Shadour threw that touchdown pass to uh, Travis Hunter, and he, I mean, he just placed it right on him. It looked like he was Mr. Fantastic with the Fantastic Four and just <laughs> reached over and just gave it to him. It was an incredible throw. And, um, you know, Jack uh, went into overtime and Jackson State wasn't able to to, to score as um, uh, North Carolina Central did score. Uh, you saw JSU, his tight end, dropped the ball. But, uh, man, it was it was an incredible game, and I really enjoyed it. How are things going down there? We were really excited uh, to see TC get the job in the short time that we had been kind of following the program. Uh, it really felt like he had a great connection with the guys down there. So how are things? How how is he doing so far? He's doing well. He's recruiting well. Um, he, uh, the, the players like him. And I covered TC when he played at Jackson State. He started out as a quarterback, and then he started out, and then he was moved to a wide receiver. So I covered him at JSU, and he's ecstatic about having a job. Things are kind of quiet now that Coach Prime has, has gone to Colorado. You know, had a camera crew following everybody, <laughs> but uh, it's quiet. And, and TC is, he's, he, he you know, we, we've gone from, a lot of attention to everything is a little bit calm now because TC isn't as flamboyant as Coach Prime is. I mean, who is? But uh, he, uh, <laughs> he's, he's ready. He's ready, man. He's ready to, to take on the job as head coach. One more guy I wanted to check in on. You mentioned the play at the end of the game uh, in the Celebration Bowl when Hayden Hagler dropped the pass. And it felt like there was a lot of concern 
uh, from Coach Prime, we heard it. And it kind of spilled over, obviously, into Buffs fans, just everyone making sure he's okay. We know his story, and he's been through a lot. Uh, have you heard anything about him and how he's doing? Absolutely. I saw him last week. I was uh, covering Jackson State basketball practice, and he and other guys from the team came over. So I told him, I told the guys to come sit beside me because what I did was I recorded each guy's headshot. And it was kind of like, uh, what is that Monday Night Football when the guys say their name and their yeah. city and, and all that. So I showed them that. You know, we never got a chance to run that. And I'm really mad because Jackson State made me do that and he didn't even run it. <laughs> so I, I shot all these guys, what, 75 guys, I guess. And so I showed Hagler, um, uh, Hagler his. And I said, Hagler, of all the people that did this, you didn't want to do it. It seemed like you didn't want to do it. And he said, no, man, I'm camera shy. I didn't, didn't want to do it. And so I, I gave it to him and I gave it to all those guys. So he's okay. He, he, was, he was in a bad space before that, but he, he's okay. And that was just last week. So I think he's going to be fine. That's great to hear. Rob, we've talked a lot about what's happened since the celebration ball. Obviously, tons of players entered the transfer portal. Coach Prime is here full time. But I want to know what it's been like for you guys in TC out there just after that process, just losing the celebration ball, losing Coach Prime, and then all the players entering the portal. How's the team doing? How's TC doing? Just how are they kind of embracing this change? Well, like you said, a lot of guys did get in the transfer portal. A lot of guys did put their name in uh, the portal, but a few of those guys did come back. So Coach TC, is he's okay. Um, he's trying to get his staff together. Uh, but uh, like I said, some guys graduated. Some guys got in the portal. Some came back. One guy that came back that we were happy to see. And when I was talking to, to uh, Hayden Hagler and the rest of the, the tight ends, um, one of the tight ends that came back is uh, – uh, DJ Stevens, he came mm -hmm. back. He had his name in. He came back, and he was telling me, "Man, a lot of guys coming back. They felt like they wanted to stay here and, and make a change." Like Niles Gaddy put his name in the, the linebacker, so he's coming back. So TC is fine. Everybody's fine, and, and, and we kind of breathe a sigh of relief because TC has done a good job of recruiting. And um, I, I think I think Jack State is going to be okay. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we'll be rooting for him for sure, and it's great to hear that he's doing a great job because, as we know. It's all about recruiting. I'm curious if you've been following uh, the, the level of recruiting that Coach Prime has been doing at Colorado and, and what you think about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he, he's, he's tough, man. He's tough. He just signed the number one player from um, – he, he, he Number one DB in the, in the country, yeah. Again. Yeah, that's the same thing he did with Travis Hunter, <laughs> and, and he's doing it there. I'm not surprised at all. You know, he's a good motivational person. He's a good speaker. Um if he comes into your house to recruit somebody, that's it. It's done. So <laughs> I, I think this team, Colorado's team, is going to be really, really good under him. You know, we talked about that the last time. I said they, they're getting a good coach, a good motivator, and you will win. You will win some games with him. <laughs> Love to hear it. We're looking we need it to bad. It. Yep. <laughs> All right, Rob. I was looking at the schedules. We had our big Pac-12 schedule release last week, but I also looked at the Jackson State schedule. They have an open date on September 9th, which is also the week the Buffs are hosting Nebraska in Coach Prime's home game. So I want to ask you, are you going to be making it out to Boulder for that Nebraska game? JSU's on a bye. He left me last time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to catch a ride. I was trying to get there. And I was trying to get there to see the Chiefs and the Broncos 
but they left me. But yes, <laughs> I would definitely try to make it to that. Man, that would be great. I've never been to college. Like I told him, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. We got, we'd have to get you down here. We'll have you in studio. It's a little more, it's comfy in here. We got nice chairs. Yeah. <laughs> It looks comfy. It looks it looks good, warm and comfy in there. <laughs> I don't have a seat for me, guy. Where am I gonna sit? Oh, oh it's right over there. Right? We, we got we, seats. Don't yeah. worry. We'll pull up an extra seat for you. Yeah. Yes, sir. We got you. That's an open seat forever. You can come here and stay if you want. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna take you up on that now. <laughs> yes, sir. Please, don't, please do. Yeah. In the comments, they're like, Rob J, hit the portal. We need you in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I want to ask you about a big story that's been going on this week. Ed Reed and Bethune-Cookman seem to have assumably parted ways um, over whatever was going on out there. Could you just give us more insight, give our listeners more insight into the situation at Bethune-Cookman and what exactly Ed Reed is fighting for, what Coach Prime was fighting for out in Jackson? Yeah. You know, um, it's ironic that uh, Jackson State hosted Bethune-Cookman in basketball this past weekend, and Reggie Theus, the AD, of Bethune was here, you know, coaching his, his his basketball team, his men's basketball team. He didn't want to talk about it, but um, with Ed Reed, he was a candidate for the Jackson State job. I don't know what happened um, in the interview process, but uh, uh, JSU decided to go with TC Taylor. But I mean, come on, Ed, you, you can't, you just can't cuss out your bosses. You, you can't do that. You, I'm like, maybe he should have taken a tour of the Bethune campus before he agreed to the job or whatever happened. Because you know that school went through two hurricanes and that's why maybe it was a lot of trash or whatever was around and debris around. But um, I just, maybe he wasn't a good fit for Bethune. You know, like I said, man, I've been covering HBCUs for so many years. Um, not only Jackson State, but I've covered Mississippi Valley, Alcorn. I started at Alabama State. University in Montgomery, and, and, you, and, you, and you see things that are maybe out of place, but you just don't report on it, you know, because I know the struggles of an HBCU, but mm -hmm. I, I never reported on things like that. Um, they were talking about Bethune sharing helmets with, with other guys on, on the team. They didn't have enough helmets. I, you know, I don't know if that's the case or not, but he, you just can't. I, I know maybe he was frustrated, but you just can't do what he did and expect to keep his job. I can't go to Jackson State tomorrow and cuss out the president or cuss out the AD and think I'm going to still come back to work. Okay, I'm back at work, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, it was a tough thing because I think he saw, you know, kind of the way Coach Prime went about things. And I think the, the difference is when Coach Prime shed light on some of the issues, he does things in such a tactical way. Exactly. And I think that, that Ed Reed, while – I think some of the things he was talking about were important and some of those changes were important. And I think he was fair in some of his criticisms, but it's, I think very tough for the school to see the main face of now the entire university to come in that hard on them. Um, I wish it would have worked out because I think Ed Reed uh, is going to be a successful head coach. And I was, I was excited to see how, how it worked out down there, but you can kind of see, I don't know, both sides of it. I, I wish they could have just come to a, you know, come to the table and had an open conversation of, hey, we understand what you're doing. It just really hurts for us to see you do it so publicly. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, Coach Prime, he was he was real tactful with, with things he saw and, and the things he said. And uh, he did make some changes at Jackson State, but he, just, he didn't he didn't step out like Ed Reed did. I know Ed may have been, been passionate about what he was doing, but he, I just think he went about it the wrong way. 
All right, so I don't know if you saw this, but uh, just t yesterday, I think it was, Joel Klatt came out, and he said that he thinks by next season, Colorado will be competing to make the 12-team college football playoff when they expand. I'm curious what you think. How Do you think they can pull it off? Do you think Coach Prime can have them to that level that fast? He will win. He will win. As far as that level, you know, I looked at Colorado's schedule. It is a tough schedule, but yep. Coach is getting in some good players, man. Shadour is a really, really good quarterback. He's an accurate quarterback. And I know maybe some people's concerns is that he, he played at, in, in the FCS level, but he was – taught by, like we said before, Tom Brady and, and Brett Favre and all of these guys. But I think if 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 he doesn't, if he, if Coach Prime doesn't take Colorado to that level this year, it is coming. Like he said, it is coming. Maybe next year. But yeah, I'm looking at maybe, what, seven to eight games probably that they yep. win. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, they're, on the, they're on the right track. They may, that may be a big expectation right now, but yeah, they're on the right track. I want to ask you about another type of playoff, Rob. The Chiefs in the AFC Championship game this weekend. <laughs> Mahomes got a bum leg. How you feeling, though, going into this rematch against Cincinnati? You know, I was feeling really good because I, I was saying that Cincinnati, it's going to come to an end. That little winning streak they have is going to come to an end because the Chiefs had them in all three games. They had the lead in all three games. The first time they were up by 18, and I think the next time – the 10 or nine and then seven. And that guy stripped the ball away from Travis Kelsey. But now with Mahomes hurting his ankle, man, let me tell you guys something. This past weekend, I was doing the play-by-play -play for Jackson State and it was Bethune-Cookman yep. that Saturday. So the Chiefs came on at 3.30. I gave the headphones to this guy, said, man, you do this game right here. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the house and watched the Chiefs. And uh, sure, Patrick, I mean, will he be able to play? I don't know. I, I mean, if he does play, will it be? I don't know, guys. You, you got. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> we can I'm tell. Nervous. What I got? But this one, I got. I got, guys. Got my. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, don't let our Broncos li listeners see it. Oh no! Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I am nervous. I, and I watched Cincinnati. You know, I was really pulling for Cincinnati because I wanted the game in. Actually, yeah. I, I was kind of pulling for Buffalo because the game would have been in Atlanta. Yep, which right. Have, I could have made it to that. Yes, sir. Beyond Saturdays to go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> to Atlanta. But yeah, I was I was kind of so. Either way, I, I was I was cool. If it was if Buffalo had won, I was going to Atlanta. If they didn't, now it's in Kansas City. But I don't know, man. Uh, Joe Burrow, he he scares me. They yeah. they scare me. That, that chain's about to blind our listeners. I think shining. I know. Uh, you got that drip. I, I got to say, I, I won't lie to you and say I hope your Chiefs win because I, I would be lying to you. But <laughs> I will say this. If they win, I'll be happy for you and you only. Well, I really appreciate that, guys. <laughs> I really, really do, man. I, I do. Do you have anything else? I'm good, man. All right, Rob. We really appreciate you coming on, man. The listeners, I'm sure, are ecstatic that you're back. Uh, we'll have to do it again sometime soon. Best of luck to JSU and... Uh, Let's reconnect sometime soon, man. Yes, sir. And, and if the Chiefs lose, please check on me because I'm going to... I got you. I got you, man. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll check in for sure. All right. Later, Rob. <laughs> See you, Rob. Oh, man. What a guy. What a legend. Absolute legend. Uh, so awesome to have him back on. And I feel like uh, 
our chemistry took it to the next level there. For sure. Stoked about that. Um, Kale, real quick, can you take care of DL in the comments? Yeah. Please. I've had enough. Um, like, seriously, though, uh, on that topic, the CU and JSU communities have created such a great partnership, and so many of the people who have come over and listened to this show are coming from that JSU community, so I'm not going to tolerate that type of No, absolutely. Stuff in the comments. I mean, so many people were asking for Rob J. I know, and it was amazing to talk to him, and I legitimately feel connected to Jackson State now um, because I think, I, I don't know, I guess my first reaction would have been like there was a, there would be a lot of resentment right. towards Colorado for taking Coach Prime, and I'm sure in some circles there are, but Jake, we've seen it every single day on this show there's thousands of fans who, who have come from Jackson State to support the Buffs. And I, I promise you I will be doing the exact same with the reverse. I will right. be supporting Jackson State, rooting for Jackson State. I think TC looks awesome. I'm, I'm cheering for him and his career. So it, it's a, you know, this community obviously for us is built around the Buffs, but it, goes, it, it spans much wider than that. And Rob J is an awesome bridge for us to that other side. Absolutely. It just shows the power of Coach Prime, I think. Whether you became a fan of him as a coach or as a player, that's how you get on board. But people buy into Coach Prime and his culture because of just how united and how family-oriented it is. And it shows with how the JSU folks have kind of embraced us and we've tried to embrace them back. And people like Rob just being involved in this show is really cool and it's something that uh, we really thank Coach Prime and JSU for. Yeah, it's truly an amazing kind of situation that we found ourselves in. And it's so awesome that we get to have a JSU legend on the show. Yep. And I, I do mean it when I say I will not be rooting for the Chiefs in any fashion. But if they win, I'll, I'll be thinking of Rob J. Yes, and uh, even if they lose, I'll, uh, I'll pause my happiness <laughs> for a minute just to text him and go, hey, man, you okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I thought the most interesting thing he said and the coolest thing he said was just about you're going to win. And mm -hmm. then he, he followed that up by saying when Coach Prime – ends up in your living room it's over yeah and that's i feel the same way oh yeah uh, and i love i just love hearing that from him that, that's the impression i've gotten just in a lot of these recruitments when coach prime actually does get involved at that level it, who's gonna say no man i can't cormani didn't <laughs> yet he, <laughs> not he, trying to put that energy yeah, out there what but. Are you doing? <laughs> sorry um okay before we move on gotta tell you all about our friends over at DraftKings sportsbook as we talked about with Rob J, the championship games are here. Final four teams, no better place to bet than at DraftKings Sportsbook, where now new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. You can also use their stepped-up same-game parlays to boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DMVR. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck beers here at DMVR. You can try it at the brand new Mile High City Golden Ale, my favorite, the Mountain Beach Sour, a Vanilla Porter Jr. You can find all those at their beer locator, www.breckbrew.com. Use that to find a Breck brew near you. Cool stuff asks, uh, why do we hate the Chiefs? We're Broncos fans. Yes. So we were just, that's how we were that's raised. That's it. <laughs> yeah. There's no other explanation. That's it. Um, okay. And we happen to be down bad. Well, they're the opposite of that. We right. hate them even more for that. Yes. Um, I see people asking about the White Sox. We'll talk about the White Sox. Unless you want to get into it now. We might as well because it's an interesting segue and it was actually fresh in my mind coming into the show. Okay. 
I can't believe that we had to cut a well-off video. Meaning, he turned the camera off. It's the first time I've seen that. Um, and it's interesting to me. But I really do think Coach Prime is in this phase right now. And if you didn't see the well-off video, essentially Coach Prime walks into the weight room. He sees a player. Do you know who the player was? Do you want to throw him under the bus? Uh, no, I okay. don't know who it is <laughs> okay. either. So He sees a player wearing white socks while everyone else is wearing black socks. And he literally just says, put the weight down and get out. Yep. No white socks. You're done. And then, you know, it pauses and across the uh, screen comes a, like a message that says, Coach Prime turned up. I had to turn the camera off. He does not play uh, about the dress code. Everyone must look the same. And to be honest, I respect it. And I think especially early on, you have to show everyone that you're not playing when it comes Absolutely. to the dress code. Yep. Everyone's got to look the same and just follow the rules. It sucks. You can find your black socks, I promise you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I assume... I feel bad for the kid because I assume you're just getting ready, you know, especially these, like, college football players. You saw Jimmy Horn, actually, in the video, and yep. he came out, he's like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm tired. Yeah. They're all just, like, zombieing around in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure he was just like, I can't find the black ones. I'll just throw on the white ones, and did not uh, did not go well. Yeah, uh, don't test prime with your uh, white socks, is what we learned. Also... Also not a fan of white socks, personally. Me either. <laughs> Me either. I've got like these weird gray on, gray ones on right yeah, now. I, Still I not a fan. Pretty much black socks every day. Yeah. Um, okay. You touched about it in the Rob J interview, but Joel Klatt yesterday. Mm. I mean, Preaching. the show was fantastic. What were you going to say? Preaching. Preaching for sure. Talking about the playoff, talking about recruitment, everything Colorado. But man, he is so in on this regime, so in on this team. And he said, as you mentioned, thinks he's gonna, they're going to make the playoff next year. Yeah, and, and when you boil it down to how he explained it, it makes a lot of sense to me, right? Um, UCLA and USC will be out of the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. So you'll likely have a 10-team conference, I assume, for at least a year. Maybe they do make an immediate replacement in a San Diego State, SMU, Boise, whoever, you know, the schools that have been thrown around. But it's fair to assume that those schools are so also aren't going to be competing immediately like a USC and a UCLA do. Right. So it's going to be Oregon, maybe Washington. Um, you know, we'll have an eye on places like ASU and Arizona. But listen to the schools I'm saying. Other than Oregon, do any of those schools put fear in your heart? No. Not at all. And so what Joel, Joel is saying is look at the caliber of player that Colorado is recruiting. They have the 19th best recruiting class in the country this year, number four transfer class. They sh they're right on par it, right now with what the Pac-12 is doing this year. Mm -hmm. Then you give Coach Prime one more. I think he's going to have a, a top five recruiting class next year. Um, we'll see where, where the chips end up falling. But then maybe you know they've, they've upgraded, as Joel said, 65 players on the roster of 85, and that might even be conservative. So if you're getting the same caliber of players as the top of the conference two years in a row, your whole team is those caliber of players. You should be competing for the, the conference championship. And in a 12 team playoff, the Pac-12 champion is going. Yep. So whether you're, you know, actually going to win it, he just said compete for a playoff spot when it expands to 12. And it makes perfect sense to me. I think, I think the, they absolutely will be in that competition. For sure. You touched on the future recruiting. And I think this is, Something that actually isn't really being talked about enough is what Coach Prime has already done to this point and just projecting down the road 
I mean, he's going after the very best in oh, the yeah. 24 class, in the 25 class already. He was able to build this 23 class with one month's worth of work. And he got Cormani McLean, Dylan Edwards, Hopkins, and O'Marion Miller for studs. And then some. And then some. He's just getting started in all phases. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to play Where in the World is Tim Brewster, or do you want to talk <laughs> about this next recruiting weekend again? Uh, first of all, I got to say, we are on a, a torrid pace uh, in terms of likes. We could set a record today. Just saying. So what you're saying is hit that like button I'm right now. I'm saying hit the like button for sure. Love to hear that. Uh, let's play Where in the World is Tim Brewster today. I love this. Um, <laughs> okay. We might need a graphic for this in the future. Yes. So he went to Houston on the 22nd. Okay. Um, I won't say the whole tweet. I want you to guess, try and guess where he is. But he said, amazing day today in the H. So much love and respect for Texas high school coaches. Now let's head to Blank. Go Buffs. Where's he going, Ryan? From Houston to Dallas. Nope. Hmm. He's crossing state lines. Okay, from Houston to Atlanta. Warmer, but no. Uh, really testing my geography knowledge <laughs> here. Uh, from Houston to... Last chance. Orlando. Very close. Miami uh, is where he's at going. At least I like, worked my way. I was like, <laughs> you did. I was playing GeoGuessr. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so Tim Brewster's in Miami doing his work. We'll keep an eye on that. Oh, geez. The Miami fans are going to be heard about that one. Yeah, he may have to wear like a different set of clothes. No buff <laughs> gear out there. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have even more people. Do we know uh, who he's after in Miami? Um, we haven't figured that out yet. Okay. Last time the, you you uh, you pinpointed it and yep. you were right. Well, there's a, a lot of talent in Miami, in the Miami area. There certainly is. Um, maybe he's going there to reinforce Cormani's uh, commitment. That'd be nice. Definitely want to make sure you uh, keep Cormani on the yep. line. Yep. Okay. Um, next guy we're talking about. DeAndre Robinson is going to be visiting this weekend. Um, up to 12? That is up to 12 now. And as I said, this is shaping up to be a massive recruiting weekend. He plays defensive line in the 2024 class, 6'3 and a half, 300 pounds. How old is he? He's in the 24 <laughs> class. So he's 17. 17 or less? Yes. My God. He is a three-star 247 prospect, a four-star 247 composite, and a top 300 player according to the composite in next year's class. Let's go. Where is he from? He is from Jones High School in Orlando, Florida. There you go. Maybe he pops down to uh, Orlando for Miami while he's at it. There you go. Maybe that's why uh, Brewster's headed out. Um, okay. Who else do we got? Adam published a piece. Uh, Buffs are first to step up with an offer for 2024 Florida receiver. Joshua Porter, um, he had a big showing at a showcase last weekend, I believe. Pulling up his stuff, or uh, trying to. There's a lot of Joshua Porters out there, just in case <laughs> you guys didn't know. Okay, he it. is six foot one eighty two. Okay, not ranked yet, but a twenty twenty four prospect. Only has one offer, and that's from Bet Brett Bartoloni in the Colorado Buffaloes. So I love this. Um, because Coach Prime said it the other day, right? I'm sending my my coaches on the road. I want them to find uh, or go and recruit some no stars, like five stars. Yep. Um, and you don't just go find some no stars because they're no stars. Mm -hmm. You go find no stars that are under the radar, right? Uh, and are going to blow up. And those showcases 
are a great opportunity for scouts, like scouting talent. And I remember it, and I really took it to heart when Coach Prime said, I'm not gonna hire the not just gonna hire the best coaching staff. I'm gonna hire the best scouting staff, mm-hmm. um, and that is a huge part of this because I think there are a lot of schools out there, Jake, that just look at the ratings and they right. look at the stars and they look at the other teams that offer and they offer based on that, and that can only take you so far, right? Because one, you're gonna lose out on those recruits, especially when you're coming along later. Than I mean, how it would be interesting to see the percentage of players who end up. Re- Uh, committing to the first school that offered them right and so you'll fall behind in that regard you'll also fall behind if you're not actually scouting players to fit what you're trying to do like in at a high level at the nfl level there are scouting staffs of dozens whose job is to find out do these players fit our scheme not just are they good because obviously at the nfl level everyone's good right but when you have when you can scout at a high level in, in college recruiting that's how you build championship teams because yes of course you want to get the five stars and you're going to offer them all pretty much if not all of them Mm -hmm. um you need to land some four stars but there's like one or two schools in the country that can build a whole roster of four and five stars right you have to get three star players that are going to develop into nfl players which there is a huge a huge amount Mm -hmm. of three star players in the nfl so you got to find guys that you believe you can develop and also guys who fit what you're trying to do. Um, and so if you go to these, you know, showcase events, you get to see these guys up close and personal, and then you come away with an offer. Um, it says a lot, uh, not just about the kid and his performance, but it says a lot about the way and the level that they're recruiting at. For sure. Great points. Um, did you see this graphic that came out not too long ago? I believe it was from ESPN, but they showed the first team all pro both sides, offense and defense, and for some weird reason, the defense had way more four and five stars than the offense did. Even Patrick Mahomes was like a three-star in high yeah, school. he was. Um, I wonder if that's because, and this is not to take away from the defensive side of the ball at all, but I feel like strength and athleticism and speed translates a lot easier to the defensive side of the ball, meaning... yeah. If you're a linebacker who's just bigger, faster, and stronger than everyone, and you have a solid level of football IQ and instinct, like you're just gonna be good. Right. You know, it's like so rare where you see a player with the intangibles of like a Nicobe Dean. Right. Not I should say tangibles, not intangibles. Yep. Not pan out uh, on the defensive side of the ball because it's just like you're just a beast. Right. You know, and then <laughs> you just get to go be a beast. Yep. Whereas offense, there's a lot, you know, I didn't when I played, it's funny because I'm such an offensive guy now. I preferred playing defense because it was just so much easier. Yeah. Not in terms of the actual on the field stuff, but it's just like I don't have to remember every yeah, don't have to think little as bit much. of every play, right? It's just like with to simplify it, see ball, hit ball, but like it, really, it's more just like you get you get to rely on instinct and go play, whereas football has all this other stuff. Or sorry, uh, offense has all this other stuff that kind of comes into play. So it makes sense to me. Um. And maybe it's also a little more difficult to know, like the defensive four and five stars that are coming in are just like already like grown ass men. Right, right. Um, Before we talk about the next no star player that will be visiting, I looked up James Houston's uh, recruiting page just to kind of get a glimpse of that and see what what Coach Prime sees in these recruits who end up becoming future NFL players. He was only a three star recruit 
when he was coming into college in 2017, um, I don't have his transfer profile or whatever. I can't imagine it was too far off from that. But this guy was only the 648th player in the class back then. Yep. Ended up becoming a guy who had, what is it, eight sacks? Did he end up leading rookies? Um, I or don't know that. beat him? Uh, <laughs> he very well could have because Aiden is an absolute animal. There's Aiden your Michigan had, fan showing. You're yeah. calling Aiden Hutchinson. You're on a one-name basis with <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, and Aiden Hutchinson had nine and a half sacks, uh, okay. so Houston had eight. So barely so they won two? I, I think so. That's crazy. Shows um, you, you know, just a piece of why the, the Lions overachieved. Yep. Two rookies combining for over 15 sacks. Yep. Six, over 16 sacks. Well, I don't know if the Broncos had 16 sacks on the season. The buff certainly did, and I'll tell you that. They did not. Uh, okay, next guy. No stars again, but Logan Christensen. From, uh, he's visiting, right? Yes, this weekend. That is up to 13? 13 now, officially. He is from J. Sarah Catholic High School in San Juan Capistrano, California. Nice. He's only six foot 165 right now, but he's in the class of 25. Interesting. Um... This is another one where you're just like, all right, yep. trust the scouts. See what they can do. He only has six offers, but included in those offers are the Michigan Wolverines, right, the Louisville Cardinals, and the Arizona Wildcats. Is that true? Someone in the comments said Houston didn't play until Thanksgiving. Yeah, he only played in uh, seven games. First game was week 12. <laughs> what? Yeah. He put up eight sacks in, five, in seven games? Yeah, and his first game was against the Bills, and he had two sacks. Jesus. Yep. Yep. What a beast. He what had three animal. sacks against Chicago in week 17. That is actually crazy. Yeah. Like, if he did that across the course of a whole season, he would be like a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm -hmm. My God. Yeah. Congrats crazy. to him, man. What a start. Only two games. So he played week 12 to week 18. He only had two games where he didn't chart a sack. Isn't that insane? I mean,. <laughs> Like, I've watched Von Miller go on sack droughts. Right. This dude comes in as a rookie, plays half the season, and damn near puts up a sack in every game. What he, a beast. He's going to be getting chipped a lot more, I think, next year. A lot of more backs and tight ends line up to his side. What are you going to do with Hutchinson, then? <laughs> Pick your poison, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I watched a game where the uh, San... I think they were actually still San Diego Chargers back then. Maybe they had moved to Los Angeles at the time. It was week one against the Broncos. They chipped uh, both sides the whole game. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. They're basically putting two guys in the routes the whole game. I don't know if you can guess this, but it didn't work out for them. They didn't yep. score very many points. Yeah, makes sense. Um, all right. I think that's about it for recruiting talk. Um, you caught up on YouTube yesterday. Caught up on YouTube yesterday. Yes. Tell me about Nick Williams. What would you think? Oh, man. That was uh, – it fired me up. I love having those types of coaches – on the staff and in the building. It's funny because this is the type of stuff that I'm always pu trying to push the NFL towards. Mm -hmm. um, and the NFL is just so lame when it comes to this stuff. Um, it's always the same guys, just over and over again. He's a, oh, the new DL coach? Yeah, he was a DL coach at another place, got fired. Um, and then you see someone, like you see these like, I don't know, 65 year old defensive lineman coach. Some of them are great in the NFL. Some of them are just like, this guy's just in the circle because he's in the circle. Yep. And then you see someone like Nick Williams, and you're just like, wow, this guy is going to succeed. 
He has so much oh, yeah. passion. Um, he has a, he's gained so much knowledge in the short time that he's been in coaching. Um, the types of coaches and players that he's been around is special. Uh, and I just love, you know, you really see it with Coach Prime, though, how much he cares and loves players and these kids. Uh, and you see that absolutely through Nick Williams and the story that he told essentially of he met Coach Prime through recruiting yeah. his sons. And Coach Prime loved him so much that I'm going to hire you one day. Yep. And at that time, what was Coach Prime doing? Coaching high school? I believe so, yeah. Because Shador was being recruited, so he was, yeah. Which, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, he said, I'm going to hire you one day, and it came true. Uh, and I think Nick Williams is going to be a beast. I only hope that we can hold on to him, just like Coach Prime. Right. Um, someone threw Ryan Wingo in the chat. Yes, he is visiting. I don't think it's – let me make sure. Okay, so he is visiting this weekend, too. 14. And Ryan Wingo – is a 247 sports composite five-star 2024 wide receiver. Wow. Like uh like they I forget the guy's name, but like you said, it's a numbers game. Yep. You get in on enough five stars, you're gonna start landing. I've already got two. Yep. Um, so we'll see there. Someone wants us to talk about the uniforms. Ah, yes. Man, I felt like I got a decent look in the well off video of yeah. uh, uh of the pictures that they presented to coach prime and i couldn't i didn't notice anything that different now i will say one thing i noticed it looks like they were they want to do a a silver i call it silver everyone calls it gray but silver and gold are part of our color so right. i say silver uh they want to do a silver uniform with white numbers the current silver uniform had black numbers mm -hmm. that was different i look it looked like i might have seen some um what's the word i'm looking for like the color like fades um, gradient yes i thought i saw a gradient on like one of the potential alternates with like a yeah. gold yep. gradient in the numbers i'm not the biggest gradient fan but as i already told you guys i'm not complaining about the uniforms uh, <laughs> and other than that it looks like they kept it pretty simple which i think colorado fans would love oh i'm just interested to see what they do like are they going to have a simple base set then bring in some crazy ones like i mentioned with the gray or silver uh and the gr <laughs> gradient there we go that's yeah. what i was gonna say um but so far uh, so far so good from what i've seen yep and it looks like they're gonna i i inferred from the fact that they said they're gonna wear the black helmets during spring practice the black helmets are staying the same mm -hmm. where it looked like he was kind of alluding to the fact like oh we're gonna send the gold and white helmets in to do the changes you talked about or yep. wanted to do, which is interesting to hear too. Yep. Um, stay tuned. Plenty more on the way, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure as well. Uh, it's going to be exciting more changes time. than Lady Gaga in the words. Yes, of Coach Prime. exactly. Uh, why don't you guys hit that like button real quick, and I'll tell you all about our friends at Illegal Pete's because we just went there today. <laughs> so good, and they are also a sponsor of this show, uh, Illegal Pete's has so many great options of fresh ingredients that can fit into almost any diet or dietary restriction. It's a no-brainer to check them out and eat at Illegal Pete's. They also have happy hours, 3 to 6 p.m. every day at every single location. Try to refreshing Hoplark Citra at any Illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about an ice-cold beer, except it's dry, January-friendly. Illegal, Illegal Pete's is always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And the flag is always represented right here. I'm telling you, you walk upstairs at the DNVR office and you say, does anyone want to go to Legal Pete's? You will never strike out. Yeah. You'll, uh, you'll have a crowd following <laughs> yes, you at exactly. that point. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to our friends, Bacchus and Shanker. 
who are here to help Colorado families and anyone who is seriously injured in Colorado. They've done so for more than 25 years. Uh, the best part about them is they offer no upfront fees to speak with them about your case, no fees while they work on your case, and no fees unless they win your case. And they win. They have won over $1 billion for their clients. Uh, Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. Call us at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Box and Shanker wins. 221 uh, days. There you go. 221. Uh, bars filling up down there yeah. for the uh, Todd Helton potential yep. Hall of Fame announcement. Pulling for him. My favorite baseball player of all time. Um, also, quick plug. 14 followers, Jake. 14 oh, yes. followers away from 10,000. And our guy, Kale, who's on the ones and twos today, yep. uh, made a sick yes. graphic uh, to thank everyone when that happened. So let's get it done as soon as possible so everyone can feast their eyes on that. Yeah, I really want to share it. So uh, make sure you go to DMVR underscore buffs. Follow that account. You may as well follow Jake DMVR and Ryan Konigsberg while you're there also. There we go. Um, um, go ahead. You go ahead. Let's get to questions. Let's get to questions. All right. So send in your questions right now, guys. We'll have Kale go through the comments. While we talk about Justin's comment or question, how long do you guys think Coach Prime will be there? I just wake up and I just uh, <laughs> thank God every day that he's still here. True. Not, I have no uh, no qualms about it. Like I, I hope, I don't know, I'm hoping for at least three years. I could get greedy and say four I I, tr I don't know. We're so lucky that he came. Um, I forget who said it. Was it Rick George in that athletic piece who said, like, I think he's the only guy in the country who could revitalize this program? In the I think way that, that might have been Jeremy Bloom. But Jeremy yeah. Bloom, you're right. It's the truth. Yep. So, I, you know, like, if we have a great year uh, and, and he goes somewhere else, it would suck. But I feel like every day is how we're playing with house money. I feel like he may be staying more or longer than a lot of people think. Love that. Particularly the critics who who only say he's only gonna be here two years, blah blah blah. I'm obviously he's recruiting past that, and everyone does that. I'm not gonna look at that yeah. as a sign, but just the way he talks about Colorado, and the way that his family's been embracing it. I think the wild card in it is obviously his children. So Shador is gonna leave. He's gonna probably go to the NFL. Mm -hmm. um, Shiloh's probably gonna do the same thing too. Probably even after this year. Um, but we'll see with Shelamai exactly how much that plays into it because yeah. she's obviously a freshman. She's got three years. I'm sure even if she was the only one of his kids in school, he would probably want to be there rather than somewhere else. And I think you mentioned it. Uh, the most important part is. His the way he's kind of fallen in love with Colorado. Yep. Now the detractors will say, of course he's gonna say he likes Colorado. He's trying to get all these kids to go there. Right. I mean, just today he said, Vail, Colorado changed my life. Yeah. Like he fell in love with Vail. Um, and this is a guy who, three weeks ago, posted a video and was like, this is the first time I've ever walked in snow. Uh, now he's going to damn near the snowiest <laughs> yeah. place in Colorado yeah. and falling in love with it. Um, so. I think there is a, a connection forming there. And the only thing that would worry me and feel like he thinks he needs to leave is if, for whatever reason, the academic standards or anything like that get in the way of him winning or 
if the program and the university aren't investing in the, in the things that he believes to be important. Right. So far, I think that Colorado has just said yes to everything he's asked. Um, and I, I personally love that. I don't know if it's sustainable. I hope it is. Right. You know, well, you want new uniforms? Well, that costs money. Who cares? Yeah. Coach Prime wants them. Send them to him. Um, all of this stuff, you know. So I think as so long as Colorado backs up their word and brings him all the support and he wins and he starts having success here, I do think it could be a long-term relationship. Not to turn this question into a segment, but I mean, I think as long as Rick George is heavily in play and heavily involved at the University of Colorado, they got a great shot at retaining Coach Prime because he obviously loves the man. And just to go back to something Rick George said, he said Colorado could be a football powerhouse. I think once, if Coach Prime, or I guess when Coach Prime gets it rolling and turns it into a powerhouse, why would you leave? Just to go do the same thing somewhere else? Maybe to go back to Florida where he's from if the Florida State job is open at a, at a point in time. But yep. why would he go to, I don't, unless Saban retires from Alabama, it's like these next level type of situations that I see him leaving for, not just for money or a new location. Right. I think you're, I think you're spot on there. And like Boulder, Colorado consistently ranks uh, in the top 10, if not number one in terms of places to live. So, yeah, you know, maybe Michigan comes open one day and they're interested in Coach Prime. Like, is that a better spot if Colorado right. can keep paying the money? Like, and, again, the success has to come, right? Mm -hmm. If they're just not able to get over that hump and get into those big-time conversations, then maybe that is, a, conversa that, that is a, a possible thing that can happen where he says, okay, I got to go to a blue blood uh, if I want to have the level of success I'm hoping for. But I think – we're already seeing the recruiting success. Exactly. Like, if he can bring in a top five class, he can do anything. Right. Not that he has already, but I think it's going to happen. Top five recruit or transfer class, which was more important this year. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Next question. All right. E double R. Can Coach Prime pull off three in a row with the top cornerbacks, Ellis Robinson? The Buffs are in conversations for Ellis. Um, I mean, he is a 24 guy, so we're. I don't want to get too caught up in it yet, yeah. but he's they're in the mix. Didn't he say he's announcing something soon? I don't know if it was like he's cutting down his list or he said a commitment date for signing day, but he's got a full year after right. that, of course. So. Um, my answer would be obviously. Yep. Done it. Done it in the last two years. Why wouldn't he do it again? Uh, so Ellis Robinson the fourth, choosing between Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Miami, and CU. <laughs> How uh, wild is you that? You love to see it. <laughs> Absolutely wild. So, yeah, he said he's going to commit on uh, next Wednesday. Let's see it. So, we'll see. We'll, we'll see you in the black and gold graphics soon. Yep. Uh, the Girls Club. Are you guys trying to get well off media on the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, Rob J, number one ranked most requested guest. Yep. Well off, number two. Yep. We'll, we'll We're get We're going to make it happen. Yep. KB, how many more transfers do you guys think we get by signing day? Well, by signing day is an interesting qualifier because I don't, I don't really think that matters. No, there's no cutoff. Um, I don't know. Maybe we get three within the next week or so. I feel like they've already kind of done their work on the transfer side. I think this next week will be more about the few high school kids that they're still going after. Um, and then after that, we'll kind of get back into the transfer world. Yep, for sure. Uh, I swear, TV, how many likes to try to get Shiloh or an old CU player on? I'll tell you, I'm working on it. 
We're trying. With that being said, 600. Yes. <laughs> yes, 600. <laughs> we'll set the bar there. Angela, she asks, what do you think about Coach Hart telling Coach Prime things are going well in Miami? CU Miami pipeline is real. The CU Florida pipeline is real. And boy, do they hate it down there. Yeah. And that makes me like it even more, to right. be honest. <laughs> uh, Seeing the Florida State and the Florida and the Miami fans get so pressed over this just makes it even more fun. Yep. Um, and I wanted to bring this up, so I'll just bring it in right now. How about Matt Rule saying, it's really hard to compete uh, with the best, one of the best football players of all time. Yep. I love it. He says, you know, we've got a big recruiting weekend going on, and they fire up Madden. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got Madden on the screen. Coach Prime is literally <laughs> Coach Prime's video game character is the first thing you see when you yep. open up Madden. Matt Rule's like, what are you guys doing? What, why is he on there? <laughs> and they're like, it's Madden. He's just on there. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Coach Prime. What an amazing person. Truly. Uh, Nicholas asking, have you guys heard anything about uh, Demoe Kennedy? Um play the game where Jake has to find out who someone is because their name showed <laughs> yeah. up in the comments. Um, okay, so he's a transfer portal player. Uh, I haven't heard his name specifically, but he just entered the portal on the 17th, so that was last a week from today. Any relation to Kanoi Kennedy? Um, Former Bronco? That dude could hit. Give me a minute. Kanoi Kennedy. Kanoi Kennedy. When, when did he play for the Broncos? Early 2000s, I would say. Okay. Yep. All um, right, what do we got next, Kale? How did we get three thumbs down today? Uh, Kevin says, DL. when will we hear Prime's voice on the DIA train? <laughs> Great question. So it's long overdue, to be honest. Yep. Um, he met with them. I, oh, you, you weren't here when we talked about that. No. Dre was here. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but he met with the CEO of DIA uh, when you were gone. Wow. Uh, we thought it was about merch, but I'm sure that's going to be happening very soon. Oh, like getting Coach Prime merch in the airport? Yeah. Need that. Probably also about like where his plane can go. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, can we get a <laughs> special point. entrance and exit for recruits? Yep. Those sort of things. We need his name. We need his voice on the train. It's got to be coming. Super, Super chat, chat from go. Reggie. Just saying, we love Rob J. We love Rob J. Also, we all love Rob J. Uh, e love with another question. What's up, man? Asking what will happen if Coach Prime is on the cover of the NCAA game? I don't know what'll it's happen. Game over then. Yeah, it'd be really fucking cool. That's what I'll say. I just, I like I said yesterday. I hope a player gets it with like a sweet NIL deal from EA Sports. Yeah. But that's gotta be the plan. Yeah, it should be. You can't bring that game back and not have current players on. So there. put Shador on the cover. Love it. That's where he deserves to be. A Shador Travis Cormani. Oh, look the big three. Yeah. Love that. All right, what else? Andres. Next question, Kel. Uh, Andres asking, do we see a mirror gold and straight mirror helmet this year? I think you'll see the metallic gold. Yeah. I mean, I've always, always talked about the the power of the black and gold and how like gold having that in your colors is like a sweet thing to have mm -hmm. and i feel like coach, no one has ever understood how valuable gold is uh as a uniform color not the um mineral yeah um, <laughs> as coach prime does yeah 
like or metal, like uh, he is going to lean into the gold so much, and anything and everything they can do to capitalize on having gold in their scheme, he's going to tap into. For sure, and we already saw like the chrome helmets that Hagen posted on Twitter. Yep, they obviously exist. They've thought of it. Yeah, yep. we'll see him. I think. Uh, Darren's got a question. How do you feel about Jada? I think we've made our feelings quite clear about him. We yeah. really like him. We put him in our starting 22, Yep. Um, which we took some flack for doing so early, but we had a lot of fun with it, which is some uh, people are like, you guys must be running out of content. I'm like, have you been following this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we never run out of content on Coach Prime and the Buffs. We yep. just thought that would be fun, and it was. Yeah, and we're going to do it again. Yeah, we will. Maybe post-spring game. There you go. Uh, Daryl asking, is Colorado on the hunt for Nicholas Harbor? I'd say so. Yes. Um, They're sailing the seas looking for the harbor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> uh, the first Boulder Harbor. <laughs> Darren again. Any word on Micah Bernard? No, nah, man. No word on him. Um, it was reported he visited. That was about it. Um, looks like it's Cavassier Smoke's job. So I think that's fair. I also saw someone in there who said uh, they saw me celebrating the Avs Stanley Cup. Um, they said, are you going to be celebrating like that when the Buffs make the national championship? And I said, it will be so much more dramatic. I can't even Boulder will you. be on fire. I will also be just bawling. Yes. Just full on tears. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, we have we a special, special delivery. There are a lot of people in here. There also. are a lot of people here now. Special delivery from the homies. Oh, look at, at Shady it. Rays. Wow. Let's go. This was not planned, by the way. Our Shady Rays came oh, in. Oh, let's go. Ooh. Sheesh. Yep. That's fire. I feel Hold like on. I can. I've got I a bunch of plastic and stuff. Now. Jeez, you're really blowing this, Jake. Dude, I've got eight sheets of plastic, <laughs> and I don't want to hurt my glasses. All right, we're set. Let's go. Boom. Perfect Ooh. fit. Polarized. Very nice. Beautiful. Shout out to the homies at Shady Rays. I love yep. them, honestly. Love it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, anything else? Someone said we don't need any more riots in Boulder, which I agree to agree to a, a certain point. Same time, like if we're gonna if we want to burn some couches when we go to the national championship, I'm all <laughs> yep. for it. Uh, Kevin asked, "We all tailgating for the spring game, right?" Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see you there. Uh, spring game tailgate. All right, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Follow DMVR underscore Buffs on Twitter. Let's get this graphic up. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.